Welcome to Entrepreneurs in Action, the series where we hear from entrepreneurs from all over the world on how they bring success to their clients and build their own success in the process. I'm your host, Warwick Merry from warwickmerry.com. Now let's get straight to it and hear from our next Entrepreneur in Action. Welcome back to another episode of Entrepreneurs in Action. Today, we're talking with the lovely Susie Bamford from Pack Media. Hi, Susie. Hi, Warwick. How are you? I am fabulous. Really excited about talking with you. Um, today, Susie's come in and she said to me, I can show your listeners how, if they're a school, a club, a nonprofit, how they can raise $10,000 in a day. Now, I, I'm interested myself, so I'm really looking forward to finding out about it. But I think the first thing that I want to do is find out a bit about you, Susie. Tell me a bit about your background. Who are you to be telling me how to raise ten grand in a day? Okay, well, that's a fair question. Um, I guess first and foremost, I am a mother of two young children and um, two young children that participate in a ridiculous amount of after or extra, extra school uh, activities, sporting clubs, uh our life at the moment. So you've got your taxi license is what you're saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so I I know the ins and outs of community clubs and organisations. So right. uh, that's home. And yep. uh, I come back, I come from a teaching background. So mm-hmm. education is something I'm really passionate about, but I gave up that teaching hat a couple of years ago to uh, pursue a different career in life. So uh I realised that there was a gap mm-hmm. in the in the market uh, mm. with community groups desperately and sporting clubs included in that, desperate to uh, constantly looking to raise funds, yep. co- constantly looking to find that extra bit of money to upgrade that bit of equipment or to buy that new bench that was needed for Johnny's. It could be anything. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I've come up with a novel idea of bringing two different groups together where they mutually work and, and benefit from the collaboration. Okay, fantastic. And I think that is a bit of an issue, isn't it? A lot of community clubs are really feeling the pinch. Um, even schools now, their funding is so cut that they're always looking for ways that we can we can raise money. Um, and I think there are some issues with how the schools and the non-profits raise money now, like... Um, with, you know, everyone's talking about obesity endemic. So doing a chocolate drive doesn't really get you the, uh, it doesn't have the image that it once had. It used to be, yay, chocolate. Now it's like, oh, we're not sure we should be selling that kind of stuff. What are some of the other problems that people are having with their fundraising and their approaches? Well, look, one, it might be planning. Mm-hmm. Two, it might be that generally most groups have the same small group or committee that are yep. constantly doing the laborious hours and the, the time to plan and organize these events yep. uh, and sometimes their I- ideas aren't as fresh as they could be so that <laughs> can sometimes and, be and that's a fair call because a lot of these parents and committee members are so busy trying to do the stuff that to take a step back and go let's have a really creative marketing idea when they're not in that space so that that makes a lot of sense you, you said planning's an issue let's tell me more about that in in what way is planning an issue in terms of raising some of these funds well look as you've just mentioned a lot of the people that are involved in these committees uh, tend to be parents who are already ridiculously busy anyway. Mm. So time's a constraint. So they tend to be people that will sit down and have a quick 5, 10, 15 minute session and try and do as much as they possibly can. So planning is of an essence if a fundraising campaign is going to work successfully and if innovation is going to be implemented. So we we try and um, work with groups and say, well, okay, let's look two, three months in advance. Let's have a little think about what we can do so that the whole event is smooth, but then so that you can replicate that for years to come. Yeah, okay. So you're talking about essentially putting 
a process and a system in place so that it's something that they can use on, on multiple occasions. What other issues do people, do these groups have when, when trying to come up with these different fundraising concepts or, or raising these funds? Well, I guess the return on their effort. Mm. They put in so many hours and so much effort, they don't actually get <laughs> um, enough money in return. Oh, can I tell you, some of my friends who are on these kindergarten committees and they do the cookie dough drive or whatever, and they go, we busted our hump and we got $400, you know, and it's just like, man, all that effort for, for such a small return. And the beauty of what we do here is that it actually costs the community groups nothing. Oh, wow. Okay. Nothing. Fantastic. So no outlay on their behalf. Yeah. It might cost them a couple of hours of planning. Yeah. But they actually get this product that's going to provide them with the fundraising um, means yep. for free. Okay. Well, well, tell me a bit about, you know, your product, your process, whatever. Um, what is it? How does it work? What does it do? Okay. It all comes in a bottle of water. Right. Currently, our main pro- uh, product is bottled water. And, uh, and for anyone out there, they'll understand that bottled water is, it's a huge seller. Like, bottled water is one of the highest selling beverages on the market. Okay. Well, an interesting fact for you, Warwick, I actually uh, was having a look at, well, the recent the stats that I could recently find, and apparently... Uh, from 2011 to 2012, there was a 7% increase in bottled water sales in the US. Now, the US sit 10th in the world ranking. Right. And that means that each person's consuming 114 litres of bottled water per year. Wow. That's huge. And we're just a few ranks down under the US. So wow. there is a massive market yeah. for bottled water. Yeah. Um, but what we do is we provide, essentially, um, a sponsor for the bottled water. Right. And that sponsor... Um, has the bottle labelled and branded in their business logo and they donate it to the organisation who's looking to fundraise. Oh, fantastic. So the sponsor gets all this lovely publicity and coverage and the community group gets a a product that they need for the event anyway that they would normally have to go and source and buy and bring back to the uh, event. Uh, It's all done for them. Wow, fantastic. So who were some of the sponsors that you've secured previously? Okay, so look, I'll use a, a, a case study that we recently worked on. We worked with a primary school called right. Malvern Central Primary, yep. and uh, they have an annual school fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an enormous um, event. Mm. They have over 6,000 people that come through their gates on that wow. day. It is huge. But they um, ended up securing um, a real estate agent, Artie mm-hmm. Edgar, who came on board because they were desperate to get in front of that community yeah, group. Very that much was so. the demographic, geographical, or the demographic that they wanted to be in front of. You know, yeah. they wanted to have those parents in that community think of them yes. as the go-to guys for yes. the next property sale or next, you know, Purchase for them, it was a no-brainer yep. marketing opportunity. And they're going to get the right geography because they're all in that school. So they're going to be living close. Fantastic. And what we did for that particular occasion was we said, well, how can we maximise that product, we actually mm. put sports caps or pop tops on the bottles right. so that people reuse them. Fantastic. And we got feedback to say that, you know, these bottles were reused for up to two or three weeks, yeah, yeah, which great. is amazing. Yeah, yeah, great. And so so how many bottles of water were supplied to the school? Okay, so for that particular case, um, they produced 5,040 right. bottles. Yep. And um, they uh, the school was able to sell 3,000 on that one day. Fantastic. Now, we recommend retail price for the sale of these bottles, yeah. which is $2.50. Yep. Uh, the school actually sold each bottle for $3. Right. They raised $9,000 in the one day. Wow. They didn't even push the sale, which yeah. was amazing. And then the remaining bottles that they had, they actually on-sold in their school community in a box. Yes. Um, and so they were able to, you know, 
clear that stock within wow. two weeks and raise $15,000 That is awesome. in under two weeks okay. at no cost to the school. And, and, and that's the thing because it comes at no cost. So you could sell it at two bucks if you wanted to. Absolutely. Um, and even if you're selling three thousand bottles at two dollars you're still making six thousand dollars absolutely fantastic mm. oh that is awesome mm. so um who gets the sponsors is that something you help with or does the committee come up with it how do you get a sponsor on board? okay so that's um something that we offer it was yeah. look the the water bottle um industry there are a lot of companies out there that that produce bottles just like we do yes uh, there's a huge gap in the market where there's a disconnect between the customer and the product. You know, these companies are happy to produce that bottle for you, but what they don't do is they don't help you with a sponsor or they don't help you with an audience right. to say. So we actually have tried to fill that gap. So okay. we will sit there with the client or with an event organiser and say, okay, let's discuss who you've got in the local community that you think might. If they don't have an idea, we'll help them go through a okay. process of finding a sponsor. So correct me if I'm wrong, what I'm hearing is you're actually can approach both ends of the spectrum. So if you've got a community group or a, a school, a club, a non-profit who come to you and say, we want a fundraiser, you can say, great, using our water bottles, let's brainstorm and come up with a sponsor. Or if you're a company going, I want to get in front of a certain market, they can come to you and say, I'm happy to do this. How do I get in front of that particular market? And then you'll come up with a market they can get in front of. That's exactly right. I've currently got two property developers who are, we're in discussions with, and yeah. um, they're now talking to me about the possible community groups that yeah. I could that we have on the books who yeah. would like to stock their water. So, yeah, yeah. you know, they're excited because I've got a, an audience waiting. Yeah, that fit their exact target market. Yeah, um, and these guys are going to be, you know, happy to to yeah. promote their product because. They're going to make money off it. Yeah, yeah. So and it's, it's one of those genuine. It's, yeah, it's great because it's relatively low cost for your sponsor client, um, and it's a great fundraiser on an essential item that they'd probably buy elsewhere anyway. Absolutely. Um, and rather than them having to go to a bulk warehouse to buy the water and then selling it, they're getting it for free to sell. Mm. That's fantastic. Mm. So we've talked about real estate agent property developers. What other kind of industries or kind of businesses have you had as sponsors before? Uh, well, it's interesting. I've had uh, an insurance company, an insurance mm -hmm. broker company come on board. And the reason they chose to do it was, was they were actually offering their service um, to the New South Wales bushfire victims. They right. were going up there to um, offer their services and to help people who had been affected by the fires. Right. So as opposed to giving somebody a pamphlet, which they may throw out yeah, two minutes yeah, after yeah, receiving yeah. it. They put um, all their vital information on the bottle. They yep. had a QR code that linked to a specific page where they could say, I'd like to enlist the help of your free service and consultation in helping me okay. try and reclaim some of what I've lost. Let me just go back a bit. Um, QR code. Now, some people might not understand what, what they are. Can you just explain what a Absolutely. QR code is? Absolutely. A QR code is a quick response code. Right. Um, it's a little code that is... Um, scanned with with the use of a uh, smart device. Mm -hmm. and so it, like typically an average mobile phone nowadays, a smart mobile phone is going to scan Absolutely, yep. absolutely. And look, you can download uh, an app which is for free, whether it's an Android or an Apple app, yep. and um, it allows you to scan this code. But what's unique about these codes is each and every one has a very unique site or page that it links to once it's right. scanned. So if you um, have a, a big campaign and you'd like to... Uh, measure how effective this water bottle campaign is for you, yeah. you can have a specific 
expertly designed landing page and okay. measure just how many times oh, people wow. come on and scan. Uh, it's also a, a great opportunity for people to develop their social media. So mm -hmm. you might link to a Facebook page or a, a Twitter or it could link to anything. So okay. if you want to build that social online presence, that's a great way right. of using it. Um, so it sounds like that it's it enables you to get an instant call to action. So it's going to encourage them to do something which also then has a measurable response. So you can measure how effective it's been. So if it's worked well for you, you can then do it again. Absolutely. Fantastic. Absolutely. So um, I know we've come on here talking about how school clubs and nonprofits can raise $10,000 in a day. I've got to tell you, I'm even more excited from a sponsor's point of view in terms of how to get in front of your niche market instantly with a little effort and little fuss. So... Um, what kind of results have you have you got? Now we've talked about the the, the primary school making that the, the ten thousand dollars or fifteen once they got the extra stock. What sort of results from a sponsor's point of view have you been able to go back, for example, in that case to RT Edgar and find out whether they've got any many leads off it? Or in speaking with your other sponsors, what sort of responses have they have they received from this? Well, look, we um, RT Edgar has now been a client that's come on board several times. Right. We originally uh, worked with them for one of their block campaigns. Mm -hmm. they, they're one of the uh, agents that are a part of that show and right. um, they've now come on board three times and we're in discussions with the new show and my question to them was why, why, why do you keep doing it? Mm. Um, and they said that they absolutely love the community engagement. Right. They want to be uh, top of mind. Yes. They want the community to see them as the good guy that they're not just the dodgy shonky real estate. They do actually contribute. <laughs> no, we're saying that about no, any real estate agents at not. all. Absolutely but not. But generically, real estate agents, they don't have the best reputation in the world. So being able to build a sense of community like this is a very important asset to their brand. Absolutely. And as, as we know, you know, uh, the best form of uh, advertising is word of mouth. And if yeah. the community sees them and sees their brand yeah. as a company that is or that does good for the community and that they do think about their surrounds and yeah. their, their environment, look, it works. Yeah. And, and it's got to be, uh, typically real estate agents, you'll see they'll support schools and charities and stuff by putting a, on someone's house, there'll be one of their typical house boards saying, come to this musical or the church fair or whatever it is. And it's very generic and you're counting on people driving past, but this is a, an active way to engage with your niche market that's going to help build your community as well as building your brand, as well as having a great call to action. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Mm. Um, what other results have some of your sponsors been able to achieve? Well, look, we've worked with um, car dealers and, and uh, other businesses where they've come on board and they actually wanted to target and give back to particular community groups that they had an affiliation with. Right. So... We worked with a, a car dealer down in Mornington, and he had a particular affiliation with the Mornington Life Saving Club. Yes. And they decided that they would sponsor uh, the club by donating water. Mm -hmm. Now, the donation was only nominal, but they raised $2,500, which they normally wouldn't. It's a little club that really does struggle yeah, to yeah. Uh, get any funds. But the club then repurposed that money by uh, providing three of their little kid members uh, a, a year scholarship. So oh, it's it's almost yeah. the perpetuation of the doing good, yeah, and yeah. you know it keeps giving, which is wonderful. Yeah. Um, and we spoke to them, and and they sort of said, look, we we just think it's an invaluable way of um, mm. and an inexpensive, cheap way yeah. of marketing. Yeah, it sounds like it's got some really good returns, both. Mm. 
um, if you're looking at your return on your investment, but also your return on your objectives in terms of getting out there, getting your brand in front of people with, with, it sounds like not a great deal of investment to get out there. So that's fantastic. Um, if someone's interested in in doing this, either for their club, their school, or as a sponsor, they want to get on board and work with you to, to find out where is the best niche for me, how can they get in touch with you? Well, that's simple. They could um, either get onto our website. Yes. So www.packmedia.com.au or alternatively, they can uh, call and... Uh, uh, try and book or book for a planning session and we'd be happy to sit down and make a time to discuss whether it is uh, them being a sponsor or for their future fundraising efforts. Fantastic. So I'll give you those details again. If you want to get in touch with Susie to look at this uh, this opportunity to sponsor some water and sponsor a community group to grow your branding, uh, jump online at www.packmedia.com.au. And speaking with Susie beforehand, you're putting a new video online. So there'll be a video there that'll go through some details and you'll be able to see a bit more about the product, etc. yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Or give Susie a call, 0416-099-315. She's happy to organise a planning session for you and talk about some opportunities and how you can take advantage of it. Susie, thank you so much for coming in today. It's been a delight speaking with you. Thank you. No, really appreciated the opportunity. You've been listening to Entrepreneurs in Action with your host, Warwick Merry. Look forward to having you on the call next time. You've been listening to Entrepreneurs in Action, proudly brought to you by the Entrepreneurs Alliance Inner Circle. They work with entrepreneurs to create wealth, freedom and connections. You can find out more about them at www.eaic.com.au. Well, that's it for this edition of the Entrepreneurs in Action. Thanks for joining me. I've been your host, Warwick Merry from warwickmerry.com. I look forward to joining you next time for another episode of Entrepreneurs in Action.